This is Being Better, the podcast about the science behind mindsets and practices that make us happier, wiser, and healthier. My name is Julia Spohr, and I am your host. Join us as each week we break down scientific research and bring you true stories of people from all walks of life to help you make better decisions that will shape your tomorrow. I've been recently thinking about how I'm feeling and about me recording because I have to admit that recent months have been difficult for me. Um, This is the most challenging time um, so far in my life when it comes to, well, my responsibilities and academics and everything. It's been just very challenging and that has taken a toll on my mental health, my physical health, my relationships, my anxiety. And I was thinking about the fact that, well, a lot of creators go through that. And I was also thinking about the fact that I don't feel like I'm in a place where I want to record or I want to, you know, come up here on, you know, the Being Better podcast to talk about happiness and health when I am feeling so low. But then I realized that, shit, Julia, this is what the podcast is about. It is about finding ways to improve ourselves that doesn't mean that you have to be on the top of your game um you can be low maybe that's actually more important because what you want to do is go forward and I am pissed I think a bit at myself for having those thoughts and I noticed that a lot of people you know who release those episodes or videos or you know TikToks, whatever it is, saying that they have been struggling, they always record that after they have gotten better. And I feel like showing yourself vulnerable, honest, in different phases of your life, it's more important. And I have to remind myself that um, because I also struggle with staying consistent on here. And at some point, you know, you have to just do the responsibilities that are so urgent. But yeah, this is me coming up here honestly saying that I've been struggling with anxiety and it's hard. It's definitely hard. I think the fact that it's been, you know, dark outside has not helped as well because that always has affected me. And it's always kind of hard for me to evaluate my state uh, while being objective because I usually tend to paint a bit of a brighter picture when I describe how I am feeling to people. But I have to say that, you know, I have had some unkind thoughts towards myself in recent weeks and months and it's been hard for me at some moments to stop crying and get outside and I realized that all of the practices that I've been always discussing are super helpful and they are and I've been trying to to practice them as I have before 
but it's just been harder to find time and energy for them and make them a priority. But I have to admit that when I actually find time to work out, to do yoga, to meditate, to eat a bit healthier, it is helping. It is helpful a lot. <laughs> so at least, at least that is um, the highlight. And I think I'm just coming up here. Um, first of all, you know, that I will get to my point that you are seeing in the title of this episode in a second. I'm going to get to creativity, but I want to address the fact that I am feeling, or I was, I am feeling lower than I usually am. And I want to make this episode because to anyone else out there who is struggling and who watches the videos or episodes of people who describe their, uh, their problems after they have dealt with them, I just want to come out here and say to anyone who is feeling low that I see you and I feel you. The world can be tough, especially if you are a young adult uh, trying to navigate the human condition and the society where there's so many expectations and it's so easy to compare yourself now, not just because there are different mediums for that, but also because there are now more aspects on which you are comparing yourself. Now you, or at least I, I assume that you too, but now you feel like you need to be successful, be happy, have a good relationship, have a career, but also fulfill your hobbies and travel. And you have to do that all at a very early age. And now the expectations just pile up. And I feel like from what I have discussed with friends, this is the aspect that is the hardest to all of us. It is not that we don't want to be happy or be good, but it just feels like so much is being demanded of us and we demand too much from ourselves. And I, as a overthinker, a person with very, I mean, at least now, um, permanent anxiety, it's easy for me to get lost in in those thoughts those expectations and and I know that a lot of people have that too and sometimes it's hard to push these voices away and to stay in your silence and kind of regain that peace of mind that you are okay you are safe and you don't have to do it at all and definitely not at the same time so yeah I guess I'm trying to say that right I see you I feel you if you are struggling as well. And and I know that there are ways that we can get better. This is the Being Better podcast. And this premise, it's been a while since I felt this close to the premise of being better. Because now I realize fully that mental health and self-compassion as the basis of self-improvement, it is so important and it's important to prioritize that because without it, you are nothing. You cannot focus on building relationships or building a career or fulfilling any kind of dreams that you might have. Without it, you are, it feels like you're empty. It feels like you are just a vessel that is, you know, laying in bed that do, does not have energy, that does not have the power or the feelings. Sometimes, you know, you get to the point where, 
you don't feel sad, you don't feel happy, you don't feel scared. It's just that you feel nothing. And I personally feel like that is the worst state um, that one could be at because I prefer to, you know, at least feel anything, feel sadness or whatever. But, you know, I guess it's the coping mechanism that our body has at some point. It's just easier to feel nothing. And so when you feel so empty and that you feel nothing and you're this vessel, you are incapable of being productive, of, you know, working out, of training or whatever it is that you want to achieve. So I guess when I say that I feel like being better and taking that as your priority I think I understand that now better than better than ever, maybe. Because I understand that if we don't take that as a priority, everything else is going to fall apart. And now I want to move on to the thing that I promised I will discuss in the title. I want to discuss creativity, art, creating, and expressing yourself uh, artistically. And that is a very broad description I know but I think it can be a lot of things it can be drawing or painting or singing or playing an instrument it's making sculptures it's you know modeling in 3d it's it's writing it's writing poetry or writing stories art is so amazingly broad you can make collages or design furniture or do crochet I know that there are millions of ways to express yourself creatively. And now I want to talk about all of those. You can you can pick and choose what I'm going to discuss now. For me, recently, creative expression has been mostly drawing and painting and, um, of course, writing. It's been creating music or just playing music. It's been making these podcasts. It is sewing or it's um, doing makeup. And I've always loved it. I've always loved creative expression and art and creating. But I've been... You have no idea how intimidated I was to do that. Or how intimidating that was to me. Because I am a perfectionist. And this is a shitty quality to have. It's something that I've discussed in well well a long time ago actually but yeah I'm a perfectionist at heart and therefore if I'm not perfect or very good at something it is almost painful to do it because I feel like every second that I'm doing an activity which I'm not good at I just keep thinking oh I suck oh I suck oh I suck oh this sucks what is wrong with me so therefore for a very long time I was too afraid to make art I I only have done it when there was no one around you know singing just in the shower or you know drawing in my personal journal where I know no one ever looks so I've not done it though I loved doing it whenever I could and recently like I said I've been going through Um, a lot and my anxiety has gotten worse and my overthinking has gotten worse and I've experienced overstimulation attacks and and anxiety attacks and just crying and you know different moments where I just felt so overwhelmed 
with emotions and thoughts. And I found that creating and expressing myself has saved me. And there are a couple of ways in which creative expression has a positive impact on life, on mental health, on health or on relationships. And I'm going to move on to those in a second. But I want to emphasize how big of an impact it has had on me and the moments that I've allowed myself to just have fun and do and make and create without judging what I have created has brought me peace and it has become my mental health practice that I don't I have no clue why I haven't discussed it before you know I I've never never considered it I never allowed myself to do it but to all of the practices that I have been praising for a couple of years now on this podcast which is you know meditation and yoga and journaling and talking to yourself and talking to people and finding support and self-compassion to the range of those that I have praised and loved for such a long time I need to add creative expression with no judgment no expectation just letting yourself make things and oh my god it is such a huge impact it is making you at least I don't know at least me it has made me feel alive and free and it has made me appreciate and notice the world in a very different way and like I said, there are numerous ways that creativity and art can impact your mental health. And there are numerous studies on that. I thought that I could make, you know, deep research and provide you with statistics and numbers. But I might do that another day. Today, I just wanted to have an honest sit-down conversation with you and just tell you what I've been feeling. And first of all, it is a very effective tool that helps you process any emotions or thoughts that you might have. And that is simply because some states that you're in, some feelings that you're going through are indescribable with words. And sometimes to process these emotions and thoughts and feelings, which you don't really know how to name, how to describe what they are, sometimes to process that, you need to find a medium beyond language. And this is where art comes in handy because, you know, sometimes you're going through something, you you don't know what it is, you just feel like something is, you know, clutching your chest and you feel, um, you just feel uncomfortable or sad and don't know why. And language is imperfect. We don't, we cannot have words for everything because we don't understand everything and words are finite. But creativity provides you with so many different ways to express yourself and therefore understand yourself a bit better and without that you cannot really get better and coming back to the perfectionist in me I have to say that I've always found art very intimidating and therefore every time I get to make something and practice something I get to step out of my comfort zone and really challenge myself to overcome the fear of imperfection. I can actually practice imperfection 
and just not letting my fears stop me from you know doing the things that I enjoy and from getting better actually because you have to make mistakes and be imperfect in order to improve and therefore this has been uh, a very good practice because I have been able to sit in my discomfort when I look at the creations I am not enjoying and I have to honestly say it's hard It's hard, but it is a very um, good practice that also helps you in other areas of your life because you are getting familiar with imperfections. And I know that perfectionism for me is one of the reasons that I am anxious in situations like, you know, tests or public appearances or interviews or, you know, different kind of, um, right, high stress situations. And therefore when I get familiar with my fears when I express myself then these situations become a bit easier for me because when then that happens I can be like oh oh I I recognize this feeling this is me being so afraid that I will fall short of the expectations and I will suck I know that feeling very well and it's my friend and I can Uh, get through it and uh, so I really I really like that practice of overcoming perfectionism I also love the challenge uh, that art provides because it challenges you in a way that nothing else does for example with drawing it's just you the blank page and endless possibilities and it's the same with creating music with you know making sculptures it's just you and endless possibilities And therefore, it just puts you in this position of power and authority because it is up to you to make a decision from now on of what is going to happen. What are you going to create? It, It kind of makes you a god, in a sense, a creator. So it is a challenge because you have to make a decision and you have to then be faced with with what you came up. Um, But I feel like the way that it puts you in the position of power kind of prepares you for any leadership that you will have to do in your life or decision making or you know project management so I like the challenge aspect of it as well and I love how it also prepares you to communicate with people more effectively because like I said language is not a perfect means of communication it is limited it's finite and um, every language in the world is kind of biased and you cannot translate everything because in some languages you have some words describing something but you will have no words for a phenomenon or you can have a thousand of different synonyms in one language and then you can have just a few in the other but art provides a communicative medium that is universal people from different cultures different languages different backgrounds can look at the same piece of art For example, Vivaldi's Four Seasons, you listen to it and from the moment you hear it for the first time, you understand that he is describing the seasons and it's describing them in a way that nothing else would be able to. And therefore, it improves your skills in communication and you can also learn to understand people better. Because now you you have developed this new language that is actually more powerful and 
it can get deeper you can get deeper <laughs> conversations so to speak but it just makes you a way more effective communicator that's what i think and a big mental health aspect of creating is the mindfulness aspect of it when you create or when i create i'm gonna speak for myself i step out of my mind i step out of myself it's a different state of consciousness it feels like kind of like meditation because you are able to passively notice your thoughts or you can just ignore them altogether and that makes it more calming and relaxing in the way that meditation is and for someone who struggles with anxiety and stress and overthinking that is a huge benefit because sometimes I can just get lost in the world that I've created through my art I can get lost in the melody that I am creating when I sing or I can get lost in the chords of my ukulele or in the world that I drew or in the story that I have written out or in the metaphors that I have made in my poems. I know that escapism is dangerous, but I think without a healthy dose of escapism, it's hard to deal with everything that we have to deal with in the human condition. So I think a healthy dose of escapism, whether that be, you know, from time to time watching a movie or creating... I think it can be very beneficial. And lastly, I want to note that creating makes you see the world in a different way. It is actually as if you learn to see and notice different aspects of the world and life for the first time. It is actually like you are learning to see properly for the first time. Because now you notice more aspects of your surrounding because you are constantly looking for inspiration you start seeing the sun the clouds the grass or the buildings you know things that you have been observing every day for a while but now you start to see them in a new way because now you might want to draw them or describe them and you need to find more detail and this is what i've thought while analyzing so many different texts and poems and artworks and actually even works of philosophers because that's the thing that I've been doing with the majority of my time recently it's just analyzing the works of great thinkers which is at the same time a blessing and a curse but what I've noticed is that the art of writing or the art of drawing or the art of music It's actually just the art of seeing. It's just noticing. Art is just noticing. And I think what is different between me and great artists such as, you know, Leonardo da Vinci or Mozart or Chopin or, you know, name whatever artist that you are admiring. I think apart from the skills that they have developed, which... I think we are all capable of developing. I think the biggest difference between the greatest artists like Emily Dickinson 
is just their skill of seeing and noticing the world. And I think that I want to spend my whole life practicing the skill of seeing, of noticing. And this is what I encourage everyone of you to do. It's just, you know, look at your grandfather or grandmother or your house. Look at them in a way that you have never before. Try to find details in, you know, their faces. Notice their wrinkles and the way that they are shaped. And what feeling is brought up in you when you see them or see it? How does it make you feel? Or how does it make other people feel? What things they do, how they influence the world. Notice those little details because I swear to you, it just makes life so much more meaningful and magical and you start to appreciate so many little aspects of life. And, and I'm just enamored by all the ways that creativity has helped me and uh, all the ways that it has enriched my life. And I've been now talking for a while, but I guess I just, I just want to say that it has added so much value to my life in so many different aspects. And it is continually saving me any time I am going through a rougher period. And so if I can leave you with anything today, I just want to leave you with maybe some inspiration to just express yourself artistically in any way that you like, but just not judge what you've created. Just just do it and just have fun with it. And if you want to, you can just create it and then, you know, burn it or hide it or never look at it again or just delete the video of you singing you can just do whatever but just let yourself express whatever it is that you want to express and that is what I'm gonna leave you with today I hope that you enjoyed my little chat with you I hope that you're doing well if you want to chat don't hesitate to reach out on you know the website or instagram or um, podcast.beingbetter.gmail.com that's the email I would love to discuss art and creating with you or you know just catch up on whatever it is that you're going through and um yeah please please take care of yourself if you can of someone else too and i will speak to you in the next episode being better is edited and produced by julia spore you can learn more about the show and about other work over at our website beingbetter.info and the instagram is at beingbetter.pod If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by word of mouth. So if you can, please tell your family, your friends, and what the hell, also tell your enemies. You know, we don't discriminate on this podcast. So tell them about the show, tell them about why you like it and about why you like the incredibly amazing and very humble host. You can also share it on social media platforms and if you tag us, we'll make sure to reply. Thank you so much for joining us today and I'll speak to you very, very soon. 